man. Happy to be back with another episode of Bark's Thoughts. Slimmer, trimmer. Uh, mentally, I feel like I'm healthier. Um, I'd take a little hiatus, take a little break from the grind of, of TLA, uh, start up a uh, baseball academy. Uh, if you guys didn't know, I did play baseball all my life uh, beforehand. So started to give some lessons now uh, for, for, you know, younger kids and, you know, kids that are in college and looking to go to the pros as well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, man, this is, it's like therapy for me. So I'm, I'm happy to be back here. Um, first and foremost, what am I sipping on while I talk about this? I'm going to be sipping on Joel Richard Extra Añejo. Um, it is a relatively unknown brand, but honestly, it is probably one of the best tequilas I've had. I would say it's in my top 25 for sure. This tequila is in my top 25, 100% for sure. Hard to find. So, I mean, it's not that expensive either. It's like $90 for a three-year extra Añejo. So, well, minimum three-year extra Añejo. Um, barrel proof, 82 proof. So, I mean, it's a high proof slightly high proof um, tequila so you know it's it's real damn good so I'm gonna be sipping on that while I'm doing this and I'm also gonna be, gonna be enjoying a uh, Goose Island IPA the reason why I have this this is a funny story in itself before I get into the real story what we're here for uh, <laughs> we're at my son's birthday party and it was at this like indoor like park indoor like you know playground so to say and uh you know me and some of the other dads that came um we're like hey I'm like hey you want a beer so yeah get a beer so i buy three beers and i didn't know it was only four dollars less than a bucket of beers so my other buddy goes and gets a bucket of beers he tells me how much it is i'm like fuck it's only $4 less than what I paid. Well, $4 more than what I paid. So I need to get, I need to see if I can pay $4 more to get two extra beers. Go up to the manager. I'm like, yo, can I do this? Manager comes back with a whole bucket of beers. Boom. You don't owe me anything. So he gave me five free beers. So needless to say, I'm not going to sit there long enough to crush five beers. It was four of us. And we had, at this point, I think we had eight extra beers left. So... I'm not going to crush eight beers. They're not going to crush eight beers. So I hide these beers. As we're re getting ready to go, I hide these beers under my son's birthday presents. And I carry them out in a box and put them in my backseat. And here we go. I have beer still in my fridge. So cheers to, to that manager. I uh, can't say where it was because I don't want to get him in trouble. But cheers to him. But anyway... The first episode back of Burke's Thoughts. Um, it's about Lollapalooza day one. So this is Thursday. Lollapalooza is absolutely crazy. Um, if you've never been there before, I highly recommend you go there. If you are, if you're under the age of 25, well, if you're 25 or younger, it's not going to shock you. But I'm going to tell you, if you're 26 or like you're a parent 
and you walk in a Lollapalooza, I just recommend that you get a VIP pass and just keep your head looking up because what you like the clothing that you see there it will fucking shock you and if you're a dad like i am you start to put on your dad hat and you're like looking around like why are all these little kids and nothing like nothing but bikinis and i uh, i can't get into it. it that was that was a shocker about Lollapalooza. but to get in our day one my day one at Lollapalooza. I invited my buddy Brad. Uh, you guys have seen him on here uh, for Fireside Chronicles, for other things. I always mention him. I did a reel with him with uh, to start out Lollapalooza. So it was the day before his birthday. So I'm like, hey, come on out. Let's go have some parties, right? So this guy hits me up saying, we're starting, we're starting to drink. He's like, first off, he said, I want to get there as soon as the gates open. I'm like, all right, cool. That's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. I can do that. Okay, cool. So then he hits me up and he says, by the way, we're going to be drinking before we get on the train. We're going to be drinking on the train. And I plan on drinking all the way through Lollapalooza, which is something I already planned on doing in the first place. But he was like, this is what we're, this is the plan. So we started it. 10 a.m. Drinking. I started smoking then too. So smoking and drinking at 10 a.m. in the morning. First day of Lollapalooza, right? What was my first drink of choice? Joel Richard, extra Yeho. Had to start me out with a glass of this to start out my Lollapalooza drinking, right? So we're drinking. I think we had like a, a glass of a glass each and a beer while we're here. Um, and then we go onto the train. We each take two beers each onto the train. And we must have just got on the train in time for us still to be able to drink on there because the other people that we're meeting there, they got told that they think they took like the train that was like an hour or two later than us they got told that they cannot bring beers on the train. So they had to crush all the beers they had before they even got on the train because, you know, I guess one hour later, they put that stipulation there. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we had something to do with it. I doubt it, but, you know, one can wish that we could change that much. But we weren't acting negative. So we get in there, right? So we're going there. Immediately, we're just seeing, like, freaking young kids, like, everywhere and just like what seemed like nothing i'm just like as a dad i'm like man like i wouldn't let my i couldn't let my kid come here i, I couldn't you know so like i acclimated to the to the setting the scenery because no matter where you looked no matter what it was that was just what it was you know um so i'm already buzzed at this point brad is already buzzed at this point and we go get some more beers. Why not? We have a long day. Lollapalooza. Why not keep drinking? So we go and we get a couple more beers. We go to uh, we go to watch another show. We go to watch the first show. First show of uh, Lollapalooza. We went to go watch that. And that performance 
I would say I can't remember who it was, but it was pretty dope. Uh, I think that one thing that Lollapalooza does is that they give they give a wide variety of music selections for you, um, and you know for you to enjoy. It's not like you're going like when I say wide variety, it doesn't mean like you're going from like you know. Uh, uh, it's not like you're going from folk music to like, you know, you know, techno, not doing that. Like you're going to stay within certain levels, but you're still getting a wide variety of artists that are coming within those genres. Like you have a little bit of like, uh, I think the stage room had a little bit of rock country to straight up, you know, rap um, and everything in between that. So that was pretty cool. Um, so we got to watch one guy, um, I can't remember, for the life of me, I can't remember who it was, but it was kind of like a, um, it's kind of like a Kid Cudi type of rapper, so to say. Um, pretty good songs, pretty good, you know, music, pretty good vibe for have our first beer. You know, we're starting to see how the crowds are coming up. Uh, first little crowd of the day really started to go there so you know and I think that that was when that was when we first filmed if you go back to Lollapalooza Thursday you saw Brad and I filmed a video of him talking doing the, the shoe challenge he said he said okay I'm gonna you know, I have my white shoes out here let's see the status of these shoes by the end of Lollapalooza on day one Right, so I take the video. We document this, so we're gonna just remember this at this point. Just remember this because it's gonna it's gonna come back up. By the way, man, this is Joel, this is Joel Richard. Yo, honestly, I didn't even know. I didn't realize it was a little bit high proof. I mean, it's it's four. I mean, I'm sorry, it's two. It's two proofs. Uh, it's two percent over. Well, the normal tequila is 80 proof. So it's 2% over or 2 proof over, whatever you want to call it, the normal tequila. So it gives it a little bit of an extra bite to it. Uh, a nice, stronger, like pepper, so to say, but the sweetness of it, it's like the sweet, um, more like a sweet caramel, not like an additive type of sweetness, but like the fresh agave type of sweetness that it comes, it comes with it. Um, nice, fresh agave, good pepper on there. Uh, I like it. I think it's I think it's absolutely delicious. Um, I'm on my second glass already, so by the time I'm in this, I shouldn't be that tipsy. But we'll see. I've been doing a lot of landscaping today. Uh, I'm still in my landscaping clothes. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm in my landscaping clothes. I let my hair down. Fuck it. You know, come out and give you some Burke's thoughts, and and here we go. Alright, so from there, so from there we go and we in, we uh, we go to this other venue that's like, so they have the main stage is like a T-Mobile stage and then there's this stage over to the west of the T-Mobile stage. If you guys are from, you know, from Chicago, if you're facing south, it's on the west side. If you went to Lollapalooza, you don't understand it, but say you're the T-Mobile stage, it's over here. So we go over there, and that's when we started to see, like, 
just people just already fucked up. Like, already where it's like, bro, you need to take your ass home. Like, you you start to see the insanity of Lollapalooza when it comes to, like, I think it was like kids are over there. Like, kids were fighting or they were, they were talking to the cops over there. Or like, they were getting arrested, something like that was going on over there already. I'm like, man, it's only day one. This is the start of day one at that. Like, what's going on with this, man? So that's getting started. We get another drink. We're sitting there watching that performance. And, you know, we're starting to see, you know, we're starting to see so many different outfits. It's starting to get crowded and everything in there that, you know, uh, my buddy was like, look, hey, we can get Tito's backstage. So we went to go, went over there. Worked our way over there, so it was pretty dope. What the uh, what Tito's had set up, they had two different venues. So they had like a little like drink garden that all you had to do is be 21 or older to go into, and they had like this Tito like um, Wheel of Fortune. They were playing like a Tito's Wheel of Fortune game in there. That was pretty dope. You can win Tito's merchandise. You can win like wristbands to get into their VIP area, and um, you could you know win Tito's shirts and everything like that. But it's pretty dope. It was off to like the cut, like in shaded area, and Lollapalooza was hot as fuck. Uh, I decided to wear all. I decided to wear black pants and a long sleeve Nirvana shirt, and trust me, it was a bad decision. But I, I had to keep trying to pull it off. I had to pull it off. All right. So, you know, we go over there, we get our Tito's passes, and uh, we make our way back to, you know, back to where the private menu was. For, for TLA. So we go there, you know, we introduce everyone. It was great seeing everyone coming back in there. Uh, at this point, honestly, I was, I was already tip-tip. Like I was already like, look, man, I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm feeling good. Give me two more drinks and I'm, I'm up here, you know? Uh, but went back there, got to see those guys. It was great seeing them. Um, that, now that's one thing when I say, like when you're my age, I'm 36. When you're my age, you should always have, you should spend the extra money to get a VIP pass. Um, I didn't spend the money for a VIP pass. I was thankful enough for friends to hook me up. But if I did not, uh, if I did not have those friends, I would honestly go and get a, buy a VIP pass myself, or I would go, I would not go. Because, you know, when you get my age, you wanna, yeah, you wanna go see the performance and everything, but you also wanna sit your ass down and be around areas where you're not rubbing elbows with everyone, you're not seeing all this, that and this. You wanna see people in normal clothes and you know, you know, have a drink and be able to chill and relax and talk while also still listening to some music. So if you go to Lollapalooza next year, if you're my age or older, or you know, you just need some pla a place to be able to chill, definitely get you a VIP pass. All right, uh, so we go back and we get some, we get some uh, number three. We had Uno Dos Trace, and we get the number three of it, Añejo, uh, of that brand. Now, that was one of the bottles that I had brought onto the private menu myself, just because I love that bottle. It's 56 bucks uh, for the Añejo, and it's, and it's, hey, it's a solid choice. So I bring it out and I pour up my buddy one as well, and uh, while well, I pour up myself, Brad, and my other buddy, you know, as well, uh, who got, you know, who was able to, you know, get us get this all going. 
and um, within like literally within like 20 minutes of us being there like everyone was flocking to this bottle and the whole bottle was gone within an hour of being there and then we put out the Santo Reposado and yeah we you know we got that we had that we was at the point where we had that on the table and everyone was just coming up and pouring from it but um so we go back there we kick it we say our highs and everything we chill with them for a little bit uh we hear some dope music um uh, and then we go over to tito's lounge so we get over to tito's lounge and they're fucking giving out free massages over there they're giving out free massages they have a fucking convenience store over there uh, one of their, uh, one of the people, one of the people over there starts opening up like 15 different, like jelly belly, uh, gummy bears and they put Tito's vodka in there. So started eating, uh, Tito's gummy bear, uh, gummy bear soaked vodka gummy bears. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're here with me. Uh, but that was pretty dope. Um, got to see a couple of performances from that Tito's Lounge, which honestly, if it was one lounge that I would pay for, I think that was a pretty dope lounge because you got to see the Bud Light stage. Uh, and then there was another bigger stage that was over to its right. And then you got freaking free Tito's. You know, I don't really drink, uh, drink vodka like that. I drink a hell of a lot of tequila. I don't really drink vodka like that. But they had uh, like five, six different vodka drinks you could take advantage of for free. They had a free masseuse there. Oh, and I had my hair out like this, and they said that they're uh, one of the employees who's, uh, one of the employees was like, oh, you can go get your hair braided over there. I was like, well, you know, my wife may get mad at me if I let someone else braid my hair, but, you know, we'll see. So I'm going to skip past a little bit of this because I gotta get to, you know, I gotta get to some fun parts of this, uh, some more exciting parts of this. So, you know, we leave Tito's Lounge and we we go back to the backstage where we were at. Um, so we're listening to, uh, shit. For the life of me, I cannot remember the name of the band that we were listening to, but there was, it was a, a punk rock band that we started listening to. And um, so we're out there and if you've ever been to a punk rock show, especially like a, a real hardcore punk rock show, you know that a mosh pit is gonna get started. You know this, right? And you know crowd surfing is gonna happen, all right? So the mosh pit gets going here and it's going crazy. And we're seeing you know everyone crowd surfing uh, this is Brad's first time really seeing a, a show like this, um, especially a Lollapalooza. And, you know, me, I've been to several, so, but it's always fun seeing this. It's always fun to experience it and see it in live person. Uh, and, you know, and to feel the energy of it all. It's just a different type of energy that you have not experienced if you've never been there. So seeing that, and we're seeing, you know, we're starting to see people, you know, maybe one or two people fly over to fly over the crowd surfing right so we start to see this one like this one guy in particular 
we're seeing other people like maybe two, three times, like going over and, and coming back. Okay, cool. You're having fun. This guy, we see him three times. Like he comes back around. We're like, is this like, is this happening? Like, are we just drunk or high or whatever? Like, or is this like really happening? Is this guy just steadily coming back? So we see him a fourth time, fourth time. We're like, no, this dude is purposely getting up here, crowd surfing, coming over. So a fifth time comes around. So he comes back around. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm about to talk to him. So I stop him. I'm like, bro, like, is it me? Or is this like your fifth fucking time crowd surfing? <laughs> and this dude is, this dude is gone. Uh, younger kid, long hair, uh, just free spirit. Cool as hell though, man. This dude, you know, just like, yeah, man, this is dope as hell. He's like, you know, you want to see me do it again? I'm like, well, fuck it. Why not? Go up there six time. So it goes up there six time. This dude is just come up here. Like, it's like a freaking roller coaster for him, you know? So we start to make friends with this guy and everything. And uh, if you saw the preview on on Instagram, you would you would know what this is, maybe know what this is leading up to. So we make friends with him. He does it a sixth time. And, well, no, he does it a seventh time. And, you know, we're going over there. We're giving him, we come out. I go out. I go back. I get him a drink. Give him a drink. And, uh, you know, we're, we're talking it up. We're chat, chatting it up and everything. And uh, we're rallying this guy on. We're trying to see how many times he can go on this crowd serve before they stop him or before the end of the concert. So I think he's on, like, his ninth one. And... Brad decided to walk up closer to get more film, like to get more footage of the mosh pit, right? So this guy crowd surfs, he comes back around, you know, I give him a handshake and everything. I'm like, yeah, dude, you know, and, and Brad is starting to film this mosh pit because he's, you know, he's like, it's pretty dope. And uh, so this guy goes over, he, he hugs his girl and everything. Him and I make contact and he looks, he's like, you know, he's looking for Brad. I'm like, he's right there. And this guy looks at me. He's like, he's like, should I? Should I? He's like, I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's like, should I push him? Should I push him? I'm like, hell the fuck yeah. <laughs> so this guy, so he's getting closer. I got this on film, by the way. If you want to see the footage of this, I will post it to uh, to Instagram. Um, so this guy is getting closer to Brad, and Brad has his phone like this, filming a mosh pit. And all of a sudden, you see him, boom, push Brad. And Brad just goes right into the middle of the, pot, of the mosh pit. He's getting pushed around and everything. He still has his camera on and everything. And, and like he's just going around. But Brad's a big guy as well. So he gives back out the mosh pit. And he's looking at us. You know, me and his guys and they're just cracking our asses up. And, and fucking Brad, because that was his first mosh pit ever. You know, so that was pretty dope for him to experience that. But we, after that, after that set, we go backstage. And then here's the checkup on the white shoes, right? So we look down. He looks down at his white shoes. He's like, hey, hey, T. He's like, they're fucking ruined now. So we look at, we have the white shoe update. And they're fucking all muddy and everything now. We're all fucked up. We're high. And it's a good fucking time, but it's only like four or five o'clock at night, man. And I'm like, at this point, 
I'm toasted, like I'm fried, I'm done. Like I could call it a night right then. But I'm just like, you know what? I can't let the first night of Lollapalooza defeat me. So I had to keep drinking. So we keep drinking, we start walking around and everything. We see some performances. Uh, we make it to where we see Metallica. And Metallica comes on and us pushing our way up to Metallica was just an experience in itself. I mean, we're walking downhill, we're walking uphill, and we're going through all these different places. You got people literally passed out on the fucking, like in the middle of the park. This is in, in Grant Park in uh, Chicago. So they're passed out. Like they're they're so drunk and high. that They're just literally just in the middle with like 100,000 people around, just sleep, just no care to the world, knocked out to this world, right? So, I had to take a drink of my tequila. Um, so they're just knocked out to the world and everything. So we're walking past them, and it's just like, bro, we got we got pretty close. We think we got a little bit, we had a little bit closer than we had a little bit closer than I thought we would, but we weren't uh, quite by the stage, and uh, you know, obviously we're there with Jason as well. And Jason, I asked Jason where he's at, and he sends me a fucking picture. This guy is literally right there. In the, so, uh, so, so Metallica had a had a air, had an area where the the uh, it was enclosed within the stage, right? Had an area that was enclosed within the stage. So I text Jason, I'm like Jason, where you at, bro? Because uh, if he was out in the crowd, we were going to come and stand with him. Well, this guy is literally right there to where he can reach out and touch the lead singer and lead guitarist from Metallica. They call it the Snake Pit. He sends me this picture, and this guy is literally from the distance from, like, me to, like, almost you at this camera, uh, if you can really tell that. But he could literally reach out like this and touch this guy. And so, you know, and am I, bro, like really i can't get there so we chill back and uh we watch a little bit of metallica we hear uh, I, I believe we heard sandman and then we bounce because little baby was playing so we go for little baby he was on the butt light stage so he's over there we're going back to the tito's lounge right and i'm skipping over hours because i'll be honest with you i've i kind of kind of lost track of 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 some of this stuff because it was a very long day but let's say about it's probably about 8 45 9 o'clock at this point so i'm making it i'm making it all the way through right so we go back to tito's lounge to watch little baby perform but we get there and there's these this groups of this group of like moms that are over there and they have this freaking spicy ice cream and they're sitting there trying to get Brad and I to eat some of the spicy ice cream. So I dare him to fucking try some, you know? So he tries some and, you know, he's sitting there eating spicy. He's drunk and eating spicy fucking ice cream with these random people just out of nowhere as we're watching a little baby. And then now one of the, one of the best things that I, I love about live concerts is seeing like those random people that just pop up out of nowhere and then they disappear. So 
this one happened to us on Thursday. So we're just standing there. Brian's eating his little spicy ice cream with these ladies. I'm just chilling, just babysitting, just my last drink of the night. It was like a freaking vodka and lemonade or some shit. I'm sitting there just babysitting this shit. And all of a sudden, there comes this Indian chick or Native American. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Here comes this chick that goes right up on the side of Brad and just starts talking to us. And was just like, oh, I don't know where my friends are. You know, I'm just going to stay here with you guys and watch music. And Brad's like asking her about little Baby and everything. And if she li even likes the music, she's like, no, I don't like the music at all. She's like, but, you know, it seems like a cool vibe because Brad and I, you know, he knows little Baby and I love little Baby music. So we're sitting there, you know, sitting there rocking out to it. And uh, she starts dancing and everything with Brad and uh, just dancing, you know, not like dancing, dancing, but, you know, just sitting there dancing in the vicinity. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, I got to go all the way back over to the stage and go be my friends. So, you know, I say goodbye and Brad says bye and everything. And she walks out of there, walks and like walks past where we were standing at and everything, walks to where she disappeared, just fades away in the crowd. So that's, this is one of my, you know, this is one of my things random people coming up to you and then they just fade away. They just go, right? So she fades away. Brian and I are sitting there enjoying a little bit more of Little Baby. All of a sudden, she comes back around and this chick just pops right back up. Like, just right there. Like, I'm sitting there looking at Brad, I'm drunk as fuck. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is this? Like, is this a ghost or some shit? You know? So... So she just pops back up, scares the shit out of us, and then she stays there for the rest of the performance and then just fades back into the crowd again. You know? So at this point, we're drunk, we're high. I'm done. I'm just completely burnt out. It's 10 o'clock. We go catch our train, right? So we go to catch our train, and, well, we get some pizza first, we go to catch our train. I'm sitting down, and Brad went walked off somewhere. But I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, I see one of my boys come in, and this guy is just gone out of his mind, right? So I'm sitting there. I'm, I yell this like he's like he's like maybe 20 feet away from me. You know, I yell his name. Oh, you know, I'm not gonna say anything more here. I yell his name. No clue I said a word. He's no clue anyone says it. So I pretty much, he's like here to like maybe three steps away from me. So I yell the name at the top of his lungs. I look at this dude, nothing. He, he's not there. He's not there at all. I just said, come sit your ass down. <laughs> so he sits down. He like immediately like almost goes to sleep. Like he's in zombie mode from the first day of Lollapalooza. You know, so... We get on our, we get on the train. We, uh, I pass out. He passes out. Brad stays awake. We get up. I had to freaking push him. I had to push my boy that lives close to me. I had to push him to wake him up so we can get off on our stop. We get, in, you know, we get off, get into the car. And my wife was just like, how was Lollapalooza? And I'm just like, uh, 
and she's like, y'all are, she's like, y'all smell like nothing but alcohol, and y'all are just, y'all just look fried, and I'm just like, yeah, that's Lollapalooza for you, man, so that's in the first day of Lollapalooza, day one, I'm almost just done for for the rest of the weekend. If it was any other weekend, I would have been done. Like, I'd have been like, okay, this is my one day of partying. I'm done. I'm staying in the next, you know, the next three, four days, next week. But I still have three more days of Lollapalooza to go. So, man, yeah. Day one almost did me in, you know. Brad had, you know, had his first experience with the mosh pit. You know, that was pretty damn fun. Uh, you know, being able to see the guys that I haven't seen in a year going there and just like just getting reacclimated to Lollapalooza and just partying on that scale. I mean, literally 12 hours of drinking. It's a lot of fucking drinking. Long time. So, you know, hey, if you're going to go, all I'm going to say is be prepared. Uh, this was just my day one, and there's three more days to go. So I'm going to tell you guys more about the other three days, you know, here coming soon. Uh, I'm going to tell you more about – so but the other three days are going to be more about the performances. It's going to be more about the performances, more about different stages, uh, more about just, you know, cool-ass experiences, meeting cool people um, as opposed to any kind of – true craziness besides for it being my wife's first Lollapalooza and she went all three days so that's going to be a story in itself but until then I'm going to finish the rest of my Joel Richard tequila here it is again if you guys can find this I'm going to try to finish my Goose Island Tall Boy as well my IPA uh, but until then yeah man it was fun being back here. My first burst thoughts back in a while. Uh, I'm going to try to do this. I'm going to try to do Lollapalooza for, it's going to be four episodes. I'm going to try to do that over the next, you know, finish it up over the next three weeks. Obviously, this is one week, but three following weeks from here. If I can remember it, then I will. Uh, I may end up trying to do it just the next four days just to see. We'll see. Uh, but Lollapalooza just completely wore me out. Almost done on day one. Brad got in the mosh pit. Got to uh, Uno Dos Tres. Tres emptied after day one. Uh, Santo Reposado emptied after day one. And uh, it's a lot more to come, guys. So happy to be back. Thank you for listening and joining me here. Enjoying me with this drink. My little story here. And uh, just... Just happy to be back with you guys. Cheers.